All right, welcome to Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema. Today, we're going to be talking about the 10 best responses to homophobic or non-affirming family. If you're following me on Instagram, podcast listeners, you should be following me on Instagram, okay? If you're following me on Instagram, you should know that I posted something that said, you are not Jackie Hill Perry. And we had a huge response from that, okay? And what I realized is that we are all very triggered. And you know where that came from? I had a, a conversation when we were doing the um, complimentary calls, 15-minute calls with me, breakthrough sessions. I had a, one of those sessions, and the person told me how they have really been battling with um, Jackie's... Sorry, podcast listeners. I just had to tear off a piece of... Um, tissue here because my lips are looking very much like I just ate a bucket of chicken okay so let me dab this Fenty uh gloss down a little bit okay come on girls you know what I'm talking about mm. we can't now because these lips <laughs> she has these lips has have a lot going on okay so hello Cassietta how are you darling I was just thinking about you the other day we came to the end of the month honey okay so uh <laughs> Oh, Mr. Kuhn, thank you for your constant participation in the show. But anyway, so I was talking to the young lady and they, she had been really battling with Jackie's testimony and it just came to me to put this post together to just really affirm us that we are not Jackie Hill Perry and it got a huge response, so many comments. And so um, I have been in the process of trying to figure out how to best serve you and that was one of the major there's um there's three major things that i know that my audience you all deal with right and this dealing with the ex-gay testimonies is up there underneath the category of how do i respond to non-affirming people okay so i knew that it was an issue but i didn't know that it was this big of an issue like how much it resonated with the people who are here now and so what I went ahead and did, okay, I asked you all questions, asked the audience, what can I do to help you deal with this in the future? You let me know. And so what I did is I created a guide for you that is the 10 best responses to, let's see, is the best responses to the 10 uh, most prevalent rhetoric that we hear from the non-affirming people, okay? So this guide is available for you now, podcast people. I'm gonna remember to put this in the link down in the description. Instagram folks, it's going to be the link, the only link in my bio. You click it, it's not gonna take you anywhere else. It's gonna take you straight to the guide, but I wanted us to talk about that today, okay? So that's our conversation, that's the topic. You all know that I normally, for the next, let's see, it's gonna be for the next three weeks. I have a client right after this, and so our conversations on Wednesdays have been a little shorter. What I am thinking about is that we may start going, coming on a little later to catch the people who are coming off work, you know, because I think right now people might be, they might still be at work. Let's see. The people in Cali, maybe like they're just getting off the lunch break and the people on the East Coast in New York and Philly are getting ready to leave work, okay? So maybe we might come in a little later, but this is where we are now and that's what's happening. So a quick update on my life because I know y'all love me telling you all the fun, exciting things I've been doing. Yes, I am still in Mexico, honey. But let me tell you this, okay? I have been working 
so hard for y'all. I haven't been able to leave the house to really do much of anything because I've been working 10 to 12 hour days trying to get this report ready, this guide ready for you all so that it could be available today. So that is done. But although I haven't been able to get out, I did have a chance to go out to this amazing um, event that was at an oyster bar. I don't know if y'all love oysters, but I am obsessed with oysters. Did you know that they were an aphrodisiac? Now, I don't have anybody to channel that energy towards, but um, so I only had two. Uh, but I had a couple of friends that were with me that had like 15 of them, honey. Like they went in. And so it was a nice event. There were singers and then there was like a part of it because it was mostly black women. And we all were like singing along to these songs, popular songs that we knew. So it was, a, it was a beautiful vibe. And I came home and got back to work. Okay. So that's what we've been up to. So I want us to talk about, let me pull up, let me pull up this guide. Okay. How are y'all doing? Check in with me. Tell me how you're doing. Okay. I know our times have been a little off lately. Cassietta says, I need to update you. It's going good. I'm waiting to hear good news. Yay! That's so awesome, Cassie. I'm glad to hear the hello, Catherine. All right. I don't know. What did I title this? Because sometimes depending on what I title it, it depends. Like it shows um, who all is like interested in joining. I think I get people to join more when I put just queer Christian conversations. But that's neither here nor there so let me see if i can pull this up let me um podcast people you're gonna hear me typing see if i can pull this up for you so i can have a visual why is my computer freezing why is my computer freezing right now y'all oh my goodness okay while it's doing that okay this week has been it hasn't even been a full week we're on wednesday right this week already is so wild with the with the news. First of all, yeah, of course you're unresponsive. I'm talking to my computer. So the leaked Supreme Court document that's overturning Roe v. Wade, okay? If you're listening to this in the future, right now this is being recorded May 4th. May the 4th be with you, uh, <laughs> 2022. And then, have you all seen the news where Dave Chappelle is attacked on stage as he's performing? And did you all see what happened to the man that attacked him? Did you see his arm? Did you see how they stomped him? Now, <laughs> I was on Twitter. I don't, off, I don't really post on Twitter, but I, I go there to just see what's happening in the news. And there are mixed as there always will be on Twitter, there is like a mixed, um, there are mixed opinions about what happened with Dave, okay? Apparently, after the attack, he gets back on stage and he says it was probably a trans woman that attacked him. And so you know our community um, are all up over that, that comment. And then also, who else was it? Um, What's the guy's name? Why am I Chris Rock. Hello, Chris. <laughs> Chris Rock, Chris Cotton. Uh, Chris Rock, is that his name? Gets on stage and grabs the mic from Dave and says, was that Will Smith? Okay, I think that's hilarious, okay? What are your thoughts on what happened with Dave Chappelle? 
What are you, hello, Lola? What are you, what are your, what's your opinion on that? Um, yeah, I don't, you, I'm trying to think like, what is my opinion? Do I have an opinion? I think it's hilarious that who was it? I think it was Busta Rhymes and some other guy, some other famous black guy that was like there back there, like beating up the guy as well. Um, yes, he said he was attacked by a trans man. It was a trans man. Um, the person didn't look trans, uh, like a trans man. It looked like, well, I don't know. I shouldn't say. Um, all, cause I really, all I saw was the arm that was broken and bent and still handcuffed to the stretcher. So let me be honest and just say what I really think. Okay. Let me stop being PC. Number one, violence is never the answer, okay? You should never be, I don't care what your orientation is or what your gender is, you should be not, not be rushing anybody on stage no matter how you feel about them, okay? Violence in either direction is not the answer. You getting stumped out and going, leaving on a stretcher is more than the cops do for black people. I'm just gonna put it out there. Okay, like you live to go to the hospital, all right? So putting that out there, the comment of it being a trans man, I can see why Dave would make that comment because it is the LGBTQ and our allies who have been trying to silence his comedy. So of course he would think that someone who is hating on him would be the attacker. Like that just, hello Coach K, I haven't seen you so long. Of course, that would be something that he would say. Like the fact that Chris Rock said, was that Will Smith? Are we saying, Chris Rock is saying all black people are angry and violent? Like, no, he's just saying like, it's a A plus B equals C kind of thing. Like if you mad at me, could you have gotten somebody to come on here and attack me? Possibly. Could it be you yourself? Possibly. I don't know that that really, was something and you could feel however you want to feel about it you can agree with me and not agree we can still love each other uh but my thing is if you're gonna come on stage you're gonna get stomped out and i hope that sends a message to any other uh com comedy show vi vigilantes that think it's okay that you can attack a performer when they obviously are not in a like it's like a sneak attack because you really being a punk really is what you're doing like that thing that will smith did was really him being a punk like what did you think that chris rock was gonna do you should have waited for him till you got outside and throw some real hands right like what are you doing so this guy and i'm not for violence at all i'm just saying <clears throat> if you're feeling froggy jump in the place where the fight is fair that's all i'm saying so you get stomped out I hope that sends a message that you're not going to rush the stage of nobody and think you're going to leave and sit down in the event like Will Smith did because your bank account does not look like Will Smith. Period. Okay? So now, the Roe v. Wade thing. I know our community right now I've seen it all over social because this is our current event section, okay? Hello, podcast, new section, okay? Anyway, so I think that for the most part, 
there is this there is a fear that if they can overturn this ruling from decades ago certainly same-sex marriage from what seven years ago when was 2015 right seven years ago is also vulnerable to getting overturned right and there is a lot of fight that's out there that seems for me to be motivated by fear okay and here's the unfortunate thing about fear is that it actually gives you the thing that you don't want like the thing that you're most fearing remember job from the bible the bible says it wasn't god that like made job go through all those things like that wasn't god if you don't understand that book job was operating did i say job earlier job <laughs> i meant job so job was operating in a state of fear look he was praying to god and he was being righteous but he was praying for his children not to die all the things that happened to him job was spending his prayer time praying for it not to happen like he was in so much fear he was in no faith and so fear opens the door spiritually to the things that you don't want fear is saying come on in here because fear is your dominant thought and our brain doesn't think in negative if you right now you know you've, you've heard this before if i say don't think about a red apple the first thing that's going to pop up in your mind is a red apple so now collectively we are all thinking about the red apple that we don't want to think about what's going to happen like we're going to perpetuate that right so the alternative is to not move in fear and move in faith right that says it's going like can you imagine the difference your feed would be right now if people weren't like oh my gosh if they're overturning roe v wade then um same-sex marriage is going to be the same like oh my gosh we have to fight and there's like all this like like weird anxious like fury that's going on versus a calm steady knowing like it's impossible we're too big of a community we are too powerful there's too many plate there's too many people even if we don't know this to be true right but we speak it to be true there's too many people in strategic places that is going to make this impossible for you to even consider changing this right now for you to even consider overturning it fear and this goes for all of us individually fear perpetuates what we don't want okay if i'm fearful that i'm gonna lose something turn you probably gonna end up losing it okay you can think about when it comes to money when we think about oh my gosh i may be broke da, 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 right eventually because that's your dominant state of being your outward world is going to match the way that you're thinking eventually right it's gonna it may take some time but you're gonna see what you're thinking and what you're saying okay that's scriptural as a man thinks so is he out of the the overflow of your heart is where the issues of your life come from so if i want a better result it would be advantageous for me to think about the better result with faith not with fear okay so those are my comments i'm not going to post more on on it right like my purpose in our community and our beautiful clearly beloved com uh, uh, community here is to serve you to get you from a place of fear 
to faith, to celebration of your identity. That's what I do, okay? And if you're just joining, we're gonna be talking about responses to the best responses to shut them down in love, okay? To shut down our non-affirming homophobic family when they come at us with all uh, these different, I have 10 different of the things that they mostly tell us and I have responses for you. Now, the thing is, I couldn't fit all the responses on there Okay, and so it's a it's abbreviated. Okay, maybe I'll come up with an extended version of it, but just the abbreviated portion is already eight pages. Okay, and so I didn't, and it's ten of them, so it's eight pages already. So I don't know if I extend it, it might turn out into a book. Who knows, child? But it's up for you right now, free, with the link in my bio. And I was trying to pull up the um, the document for you, and my my computer froze. Okay. So also, if you have any questions for me, drop them in the box below. Let me see here, let me pull it up, y'all. Any comments, any opinions, child? What is happening? I might need to have to restart my computer before my client. Because if it's not working, we gonna have a problem. Okay, any comments? Any opinions? okay so this is called a guide it work is working now but only if I touch it come on Jesus melts my hands and not okay anyway um, <laughs> a guide for queer Christians the 10 best responses for homophobic loved ones clear respectable and respectful it says irrefutable responses when non-affirming family and friends present ex-gay testimonies and more okay so I'm gonna list off the thing, the 10 things that's included in here. So number one, they normally say, the Bible clearly states, and we're like, mm, yeah, okay? So that's in there. The second one that I go over is, in the beginning God made Adam and Eve. Okay, we've heard that before. It's supposed to be a man and a woman, and how do you, how do you answer that? Because you can't deny it. Like in the beginning, that's what the Bible says. So what do you say? It's in the guide for you. The third thing um, I go over is remember, you know, they talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. If you're not aware, I'll give this one to you right now. In Ezekiel 16, 48 to 50, God actually says the exact reason of why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And it was not because of homophobic or homophobia, not homophobia, but homosexual activities. Um, it was because they were not nice literally like god destroyed them for being mean pretty much okay so but specifically it says that they were being arrogant prideful they were not helping the poor and needy they were eating more than they were supposed to and they were lazy like they were overweight and lazy okay i'm just gonna let that let that sit if there is a country in your mind right now that has an obesity problem, that has really large portions at their restaurants. <laughs> I'll leave that alone. Okay, number four, they'll come and say, and I shared this one earlier today, like so-and-so was able to change, you should be able to change too. God has no respect for a respecter of persons. If God delivered that person, God can deliver you too. You just gotta believe, you gotta hold on, you can get delivered too, right? How do you answer that? How do you, in a conversation with somebody that you love, right? who you know and really believe has the best in mind for you, but they're presenting you with all of this stuff that sounds 
like the people who don't even know you because honestly it's like when people are presented with something that is new strange to them right yeah basically they weren't hospitable they were mean they were, <laughs> they were being assholes <laughs> god destroyed adam i mean adam god destroyed sodom and gomorrah because they were being assholes okay pretty much succinct okay they were being asses okay uh and that is actually a biblical term um <laughs> So what happens with our family members, right? When they're presented with what maybe, not maybe, but what the general society at large is talking about, and all of a sudden it's like, it's okay because it's on the outside, it's not home, it's not anybody they know. And then we come and we're like, hey, by the way, I am part of the LGBTQ community. Like, yeah, so, and they're like, what? And, they, and their brain, goes into a lockdown and they're trying to logically make sense of how you a person that they know and they love is now part of the of a community that they have formed very clear stereotypes about very clear judgments about very clear to them opinions about based upon what other people have said and so here you are now someone that they love okay that they know that doesn't fit into the stereotypes that they've created and so they're trying to understand how do i wrap my mind around this how do i navigate this new information and some of the crap that may roll out of their mouth is also what they've heard this larger community say about what possible solutions there are to this very real personal situation that's in front of them. So initially, it may not be coming from a place of where they thought about it, where they processed really, is like you just believe it. When we were growing up, right, I came to the States when I was nine, right? When I got to school, the kids at school had been taught that Africa was a bunch of people swinging from trees, that we were like monkeys, right? And so because of this group of people who you trusted, these teachers that told you at a time when you were young in your, in your growth process, in your, in your um, maturation journey, you believed it because you really didn't have a choice. Like these people have been here longer. They must be telling you the truth, right? So you believed it. So when you met an African person, you were asking really dumb questions. Like, so were you really swinging from trees? Like... Did you have like lions in your backyard? Dumb shit you were asking, right? Because the the person that you're meeting or that you know, like it's not making sense because they're normal. They're working, they're walking on their two feet, just like you are. They're wearing clothes. Oh my goodness. They have shoes on their feet. But the teachers and those commercials said that y'all was walking around with big bellies and were hungry and starving. And so now what do I do? with the stereotype that I obviously internalized in this very real person who's not that, right? There's gonna be some stupid things that's gonna come out of my mouth. So we're gonna extend some grace. I mean, even to this day, there's a show on Netflix called Young African and Famous, Young Rich and Famous, Young African and Famous, something like that, right? And it shows African young, well, I don't know how young they are, child, because they was not looking young to me, okay? 
But African people, young people, air quotes, okay, living a life of luxury, like enjoying the finer things in life. And I see on TikTok African Americans that are saying, oh man, you guys should have told us y'all was living like this. What? <laughs> okay. So it happens everywhere. So now that you're with your family and they've adopted these these larger opinions and stereotypes of a community that you are now sharing with them that you're a part of, these stupid things may come out, okay? So now they have a choice. They can make you an other, which many people do. My own father has done it and rejected me, okay? I am disowned currently right now by my very African father because my father chose the option of making me the other, right? Like I'm your daughter, but now I'm like those people, that's an option. Or they can choose to say, I don't understand. I'm like really confused. It's going to take me some time, but I love you. And I'm going to prioritize my connection with you more than what I think I knew from what they told me. I'm going to now do my own work. Okay. Does that make sense? Number five thing that could come out um, maybe after they've reconciled this, right? And they are still like, I'm not, I don't think that's God. I don't want you to go to hell, right? They could say, hello. They could say number five, okay? You don't have to act on it. You could just go ahead and use some self-control. Um, okay, right? So there's a beautiful analogy that I like to use for this one. Because my goal in every conversation is not to have the conversation at the level that you're presenting it to me at, okay? And this is gonna make sense in a little bit. So when people tell me something like this, or I hear this, my initial response is to ask a question. In, in normal conversations, it's never a good rule of thumb, hello Ruth, okay? It's never a good rule of thumb to answer a question with the question but in these conversations you have permission from me to answer it with a question okay so my initial question was someone who's telling me use some self-control you don't have to act on it right because they're assuming it's just a sexual urge that i have that i can't control like i just want to go and sleep with all the women in the world without any regard because i'm just this you know out of control hornball that's just like sexual deviant right like just don't act on it because i know you probably feel like animalistic right you can't control it it's weird i always like to ask the question of have you ever loved someone and have been able to stop yourself from showing it i'm not gonna have the conversation at the level that you're presenting it to me at because you're presenting that question to me and that comment to me because you're saying that all this is, is a sexual urge because you think a sexual orientation is all about and only about sex. I'm not even about to teach you that. I'm gonna take you up higher and ask you, have you ever loved someone? And been able, like truly deeply love someone and been able to resist from showing it? And if they say yes, right? I will tell them, <laughs> you're acting unscripturally. Mm, mm, you're even acting ungodly. 
Because we're made in the image of God. And 1 John 4, 16 and 18 says God is love. And as love is an action word, me not loving someone is actually me behaving against my nature. Shut them down, shut them down in love. Shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it down. Okay, shut it down. I'm not having a conversation based on the 3D with you. I'm gonna have a conversation based on your identity as a being created in the image of God. If you have ever been able to stop yourself romantically from loving someone that you genuinely love, you're behaving in a way that's unlike God. We're lovers. That's what we were called, to be lovers, okay? So, and it goes a little deeper in, in, the, in the guide here, so that's number five. Number six, that I've heard and then heard testimonies about that it's a demonic spirit and you just need deliverance. And the Bible college that I went to, the pastor guy, the teacher, the pastor guy, the teacher had this testimony of where he had delivered this person from the homosexual demon and the person was like slithering like a snake and like climbing the walls, right? Like this is this person's testimony. That's not my job to determine whether it's true or not, okay? And so there are gonna be testimonies like that that you may hear um, even from ex-gay people themselves that would say, you know, I had this, I, I know I hear this more in the African spaces and African churches and um, in, that, in that community of where like it was a demonic spirit and I got delivered and I didn't do any of those things anymore. Okay, I go into answering that for you also to, for you to have a response for people that may say that to you. Um, and let me see here. Da, 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 da. This is one of the ones that I had to abbreviate that I couldn't include all of what I wanted to say in here. But basically what I, the part that I took out was to highlight, um, let me see if that's this here to highlight really that if you were born again and if you're saved, the spirit, now that is the one I'm included. There's another one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, what is that? Uh, I can't think of it all the way right now, but it had something along the lines to do with really at the end of the conversation, turning it in on them because if a de demonic spirit is causing me to sin because you believe this is a sin, like are you also sinning? Like asking the person, like, do you still sin? And if they said, yeah, I'm going to say, well, you need to hold my hand. We need to go get delivered together because you obviously have a demonic spirit too. If you're still sinning and you think my sin is based upon a demonic spirit, you and I are in the same boat. You need to be worried more about you than you are worried about me. Can we help you out? Okay. There's another higher level conversation that's to be had that's in here. Um, number seven, I go over the Bible says you won't inherit the kingdom of God scripturally because really my intention here with this um with this guide is to help you to really be able to respond in the form of like a semi bible scholar okay because i'm a licensed minister i have a master's in biblical studies i'm very well versed in the bible and so all of what i say i don't know if you guys have noticed but like the scriptures is in me it just comes out and so i am able to really answer people according to the same word, okay, the same book that they're using to want to tell me that there's something wrong with me. 
okay and i'm not doing it in a way to like be smart and and be snarky okay sometimes i might be in that energy but because i've solved all of these issues with myself that i know i'm okay and i'm from with god this conversation really isn't about me being on trial trying to prove to you while it's a why it's okay for me to be who i am my intention is to just like jesus did to reveal your motive and your intent for this conversation and to cause you to not take the speck out of my eye <laughs> but okay to take that light pole <laughs> leave my speck alone take the light pole out of your own eye and the reason why i'm able to do that is because in these conversations i'm not needing you to be anything for me to be okay i'm whole i'm complete if you need help with that send me a dm okay so that you can be in a place of wholeness to have these conversations if you're not in a place of wholeness to talk and respond to people don't do it have this as a little backup because maybe you have these same questions right maybe these things are plaguing your mind and you haven't been able to wrap yourself around like a good solution that makes you like feel good and warm and fuzzy inside or calms your analytical mind these responses may help you okay number eight um what you're what if you're wrong and you end up in hell look i love you so much and i know all of these people but the bible says that people are going to have itching ears and there will be false prophets and false teachers out here like what if they're wrong what if you go to hell okay what's a good response for that well i would say now i go in, i go into way more um in here but my first thought would be like what if you're wrong then what like how do you know you're not wrong right there's a hello just be there is a way to have conversations with people and i i do have a skill for this because that's i mean that's what i do um as a coach right because i know how to have powerful um transform transformational conversations with people for them okay so number nine i love you i just hate your sin the classic okay but the way that i answer this you probably haven't heard before in your studies or your research okay and then last one is Number 10, I'm trying to speak the truth in love. My response would be to that, right? Ask them what truth they're trying to speak to you. And it, you reference back whatever truth it is that they're saying in the previous nine. There's some bonus. There's a bonus in here that goes into what if, you know, physiologically it's unnatural, right? Because the penis is meant for the vagina. What do we do with that information, okay? I go into explaining um that's okay um for them and for you so go in uh hit the link in my bio download your free guide today and let me know what you think like please send me your thoughts on it once you read through it send me an email hello at yama.com or slide in my dm and let me know okay so that is it for today y'all we are going to be signing out i have a client today may the 4th is this how you do it i don't know is it star trek or star wars go i do not know may the 4th be with you and i will see you all am i gonna see you next wednesday hold on wait a minute i might it's my birthday week honey and um i'm gonna be a perfect 10 
And next Friday, oh my God, my birthday on Friday the 13th, y'all. Oh, Jesus. I, is it? Yes, honey. My birthday's on Friday the 13th, so I may or may not be here next week, but you will still hear from me some way, somehow. I love you. Thank you for tuning in, and you have a beautiful day. Bye. <clears throat>